1: Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. All right. I feel vindicated. The NFL is fixed. John, you were going into this game. Yeah, Brett and I. Well, we do not like the Chiefs, yep. right? And after the Cincinnati game, <laughs> after the Cincinnati game, and the way they kept that last drive alive, I was like, "There's no way they can do this twice." You lit. I have yeah. a text message. I texted. I texted George
0: before the game, and I said. Chiefs will win on a BS call, uh, a, PI, a <laughs> yeah. PI and it was holding Holding, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was a little off. No,
1: it wasn't because that was a route that he was running. It was pass interference. Basically, basically yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was
0: the same, uh, like outcome would have been the same outcome. Oh
1: right. Right. my yeah. God. <laughs> so honestly, do you guys, here's, here's my theory on the national football league. It's gotten so big and so out of control. There's nothing even close to it as far as entertainment money no. on the planet. Right. That they have now their golden boys, their world wrestling entertainment characters that they have to keep going, right? It was Brady for years, right? He got so many BS calls, right? And now I'm seeing Mahomes, he's the next darling. And in in his defense, I really like the guy. He's a stand-up guy. He stays out of trouble, keeps his nose clean. He does a ton in his community. He's a good I mean, if you're going to start an organization and you want a centerpiece, you oh, couldn't get a better guy. Easily. Right. Right. Yeah. So he's so likable, but still. Right? Yeah. And then you got, got somebody like Travis Kelsey coming in and running his mouth. And I'm like, oh, my God. So you got kind of that villain. Right. right. They've built yeah. this villain team that everybody in America is going to close in on now. Well, they
2: were talking about it at the front desk and I was telling Brett and I think, uh, I think we were with Ava as well. And they were talking about how they dislike Mahomes. And I'm like, you're just like I was like 10, 12 years ago, hating Brady. I couldn't (laughs) stand Brady. And then as the years have gone on, I'm like, you know, he did. He was a great player. Like, he did some amazing things. And you're right, though. I mean, what I don't like is that the outcome of a game can be decided based on one call. Like, that call then just made the game. Imagine
0: imagine we could have seen Jalen Hurts with a minute and a half left get a chance. Because he was having unreal game. Yep. Unreal game. Except and they for that couldn't one stop that them. Lost, that fumble, True. that was odd. True. But they couldn't stop him. And every single time, actually someone brought it up to me earlier, like they had like a 4th and short and they did the sneak
2: Oh, God. Dude, yeah.
1: insane he push can, every they, time. They can't stop it. Literally. You can cannot stop, stop that with Philadelphia. He'll If it's fourth and one, whatever, he'll get that yard. Yeah, see that every- similarity to
2: rugby? I mean, the way they yeah. set it up, they right. just go Ooh. low, and yep. yeah, they push <laughs> Literally. three yards. They, I mean, insane. I they would get- never punt it if I was that team. If you're fourth and one, <laughs> right. fourth and two, you're always yeah, you're going. You're going. You're
1: going. No one can stop that. If you look at the stats after that game, Hurts had better stats than Mahomes. He, I mean it was it's all there, four touchdowns. He had it all, yeah, right? Yeah. Rushing yards, all of it. But it was that one call. And is what makes me question all of this. And I I I I mean uh, him being babied Mahomes, right? I'm like, that <laughs> happened, that happened all game long, and it happens yeah. throughout every game, all year long, and it never gets called. Yep. And in a Situation like that, just like with Hail Mary passes at the end of a game, you're not gonna get the defensive pass interference unless it's so blatant that it's just ridiculous, right? Yep. You never they never do that. Why? Because they don't want it to determine the outcome of the game. And that's that that was that. That's I mean, exactly they, they what let happened. go.
2: There was another holding call that should have been called earlier in the game with that oh, same yeah, player yeah. with Bradbury. and they let it go and to so then call it at that time. It was like, nope, now you literally just gave the trophy and to the chiefs. Yes. And,
0: and, and we were talking about that too, how they Hadn't called one hold the
2: entire yeah.
1: game. Yeah. And that's the one, that's the obvious one. Yeah. Like, come on. And to come Bradbury's on. credit, I mean, for a young guy, for him to take it like a man. I mean, his interview after the game, he he, he owned up. He was like, yeah, I tugged at his jersey. I'm like, the kid said the right thing because he yeah. didn't want repercussions. Yeah. And he knew that he's got a big, long career ahead of him, right? Right. And he was like, this is one bad moment, but he kept his composure. And I was like, God, that's, a, that's what you look for if you're going to bring somebody onto the team. So I was... I'm still mad about it, but yep. I'm a little bit over it now, and I'm looking forward to the draft. If you're the Vikings, what are you drafting? Oh, God. Did, Coming from dude, a Packers I,
0: fan, man, you keep Kirk. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Kirk, the, Kirk, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he is. I mean, I thought he had a great year. What, what option is there that's better for us right now? Uh, well, I think we need the depth in the O line. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about as far as quarterback.
2: Oh, There isn't a no. better option. No, I don't think so.
1: Not, not that's available. No. Right? And I don't, want, I don't want Trey Lance. I know that there's a lot of guys because of his connection to North Dakota, right? Yep. There's, his name gets brought up. I, I don't want him.
2: Well, I, and just the money, I think we would have to pay for some of these people that maybe are available. We don't have yeah. a position to do so. Like, right. I mean, I know what, New York Jets are looking pretty heavily at Aaron Rodgers. I, do you think it's going to be there or Vegas? I don't know. Is it where the cars looking to go or back the to stand. the Texans? That's it, the last thing that I saw.
1: If I if I'm looking if I'm Aaron Rodgers and you're gonna make that one last stand, I, I think that Las it Vegas goes. is a better option. You for think him. so? Yeah. You think I, they're a better team than the well, Jets? His connection with Adams and I think Jacobs, they hang on to that team. I, I think and he likes the spotlight, right? I mean, oh, yeah. he likes that. And I don't know if the Jets are quite there yet. They got some great young talent. I just mm-hmm. don't know if they're there yet.
2: Yeah. So I mean, in terms of the Vikings, I don't see a, I don't see a quarterback that can fulfill that role. And I mean, maybe I sound ridiculous right now, but I, I thought Kirk played a good season. Well, he did statistically. He did. You
1: know, the, the the only I think the the thing with him is he uh, he has concrete feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, although he took off a few times this year and did all right, but he he's not mobile. Anytime,
2: anytime he starts to feel a little bit of heat in that pocket, he he's yeah he doesn't know what to do.
1: And to in his defense, he got no protection. Yeah, I no, mean, it was like that's he, what I'm saying. He is was like, under uh, duress the whole year,
2: like the what. Well, what game was that where he got sacked like three times or four times? I'm like, how do you expect us to win a game if we're not going to get sacked four times?
1: He can't. Yeah, he didn't get a lot of time. We have a—
2: Was that the Giants game? I think it was it the Giants It might have been, yeah, that playoff he just, game. He just got completely
1: just dri- driven into the ground. They, no protection whatsoever None.
2: for him. Zero. Yeah.
1: It's just— So the, the, is what sucks about the Vikings is they always do just well enough <laughs> to stay out of the good draft picks. Yeah, because I mean, there's going to be probably four quarterbacks that go in the top 15, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get any of them. No. We'd have to trade up, and I I can't imagine the arm and a leg we'd have to give to get into that top 10 to ensure yourself of getting mm-hmm. one of those guys. And then what if he doesn't pan out? Yeah. To be right? honest,
0: I don't think those the top four that are supposed to go aren't that good. You, you, I don't think that You don't think good. Young's good? I've never thought Bryce Young's good. Oh! I good. think he's
1: like a lesser Tua. I think... I think that he is a smaller version, and I've actually heard some guys compare him to Patrick Mahomes. Lighter, not quite built like that yet. You can't but compare him to Mahomes. He can't, you can't compare <laughs> him to Mahomes right now. I'm telling. Well, they're they're already crowning Mahomes as the greatest ever, and I'm like, dude, yeah, I Brady's got on seven rings. Yeah, Give like, him uh, a break, right? Rogers and, too, and like, nah, yo, nah. yeah. Him at, <laughs> But like what you mentioned with Brady, we all hated him when he played, right? Unless he was on your team. Right. Then you liked the guy. But now that he's retired, true football fans, sit back Mm -hmm. and go, I've never seen anything like it. Right. Because it didn't matter what the score was. I mean, I remember that Atlanta game in the Super Bowl, (laughs) right? He was, I remember him standing on the sidelines. Well, they were down still by like three touchdowns and it was late and he was like, this isn't freaking over, right? right? That he just kept and he was just screaming up and down, and he got those guys fired up, and he and he did his part, right? Yeah. Kind of leading by example. So yeah. Well, what was that deficit? Was it twenty eight to twenty eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Twenty eight to three. I mean, that's
2: crazy. And everybody in the country was like,
1: ha ha ha. Point. Well, the then fingers. we did
2: this year. We did the same thing to Matt Ryan
1: when we had we, we set <laughs> yeah. the record. Right. We, we had right. a thirty-three yeah. point comeback. Right. Right. Exactly. Oh God, how would you like to be him? Dude, I mean, I'm the losing end of both of those. Right. It's like, oh, so the Colts are probably going to wind up. With one of those top tier QB picks this year, there's not even that's a question; right. they'll grab one of those guys. Yeah. I think they have to. It will be interesting. Yeah. Neither you guys don't follow baseball, do you? No. not really. Oh God, I think I'm the I'm. That's why they're changing all those rules. And I don't know if you guys, since you don't follow, some of the things that are going to happen in baseball this year that has baseball fans up in arms is they're going to have a pitch clock. They're making the bases bigger, and in extra innings, they're going to have what they call a ghost runner. So, rather than having to earn a guy, they just start the tenth inning with a guy on second base, which I hate.
2: Oh, that's yeah, If because a single then it's yeah, game over,
1: right? It? Well, yeah, but you'll get a chance to tie at the, in the bottom of the inning. But still, you're not making that's a huge. I mean, to get a guy a runner in scoring position is a yeah. huge part of the game. What's and the basis for that to speed up the game? Yeah, they're trying to get a younger generation in. Oh. You guys, right? I mean, you're 20 years younger than I am, so it's like you. They want to bring those guys in, and I think that in today's world, mm-hmm. where everything's really fast paced, hence the NFL is the greatest entertainment on the planet. I've told my wife that I'm like, you can't find a movie, you can't find anything on television, you can't t- no series, nothing. There's nothing like the NFL. Right? There isn't. It's in, it's incredible. Hence. Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night, now Thursday night. Mm-hmm. God knows what's coming next. It'll be like European teams. and Well, they have
2: the USFL
1: restarted I, last year. yeah starting up this spring. I remember that from the 80s when Herschel Walker and Steve Young and all those guys, yeah. because they had the money, right, in, initially oh, yeah. when they started that. Well, Donald up.
2: Trump was a big guy. In oh, yeah, too. he was a big part of that. <laughs> he
1: was the one that decided, let's take
2: on the NFL head yeah. on, and I think right. that's what crushed them.
1: Yeah. It, the NFL nobody. It's like they're Wonderful like they'll bring them back as an investor. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're, they're like the mafia of entertainment. Yeah. You cannot beat them. And it's not just men, right? They've got everybody in. Mm-hmm. I had sure. t- season tickets for a few years with the Vikings, and honestly, the whole I'm I'm not big I'll I'll go to games like one a year. That's the best way to do it because it was driving up there on Sundays it was a it was a 9 to 10 hour thing sure. from Mankato. Oh, yeah. The tailgating that. and all that other stuff. <laughs> go to one game a year and just you get the best seat in the house at home. Mm-hmm. It is, but that and plus the ridiculous fees at US Bank now, you have to buy um the licensing for the seat, right? And then you pay the yearly ticket. It's just outrageous. For a family of 4, Jesus, I can't even, I don't know, I I've even looked at that. It's got to be 20 grand. Okay. Right man. for eight games. Yeah. Think about that because they charge you full price for preseason and nobody goes. Yeah. If you've ever been to a preseason game for the Vikings, there's like 5,000 people there right. because you're not seeing anything. Yeah. Right. How much were you paying? God, it was in the Metrodome at that time. And I think the, I think the tickets per ticket were about 2,300, 2,400 a ticket. And that was for for the whole season. Right. And that was, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah. And that was, and then I I did that for about four or five years. I can't, I think about four or five. And then I just, I got tired of getting up at eight (laughs) o'clock in the morning, right? On Sunday, you drive up and then get not, and then, you know, cause you want to be there early. We like to tailgate and stuff like that, but it turned into an entire day. And then you get up exhausted on Monday morning. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm not even. You don't get to watch the other games because right. you're commuting mm-hmm. and it's stuff. It's just like true. the NFL experience is get up on Sunday and just have at it mm-hmm. for me. So I get that one day <laughs> a week.
2: Yeah. It's funny you bring that up about baseball because, yeah, I don't know anything that's going on. But I did see a meme where they had a player who's like, oh, this player on the new bases. And that's it was- how- Jose Eltuve. Yeah.
1: Altuve. yeah. It's like
2: a huge base and he just looks like a little. Mean
1: he's guy. Jose Altuve plays for the Houston Astros. Great ball player. They, I think they have him listed at five, six, or seven, but he's about five, four. Oh. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, and he's just, he's a great baseball player, but he's hard to pitch to because his strike zone is like, you know, or oh, I can't imagine. It's got to be like when he's down, hunched over, it's got to be 12, 14, so inches. is that like an
0: advantage? Uh,
1: for for him yeah. against, against pitchers, yes. But to his credit, the guy can smash home runs. He's just he's a great baseball player. He overcame his physical deficit, right, with his That's ability. Awesome. He yeah. is, uh, I mean, he is a stud. Not liked by a lot of people because of the cheating scandal they had a couple of years ago. They were banging on trash cans and they had cameras set up in the. There was all kinds of weird stuff going on. So what? Yeah, is what they, they were wearing buzzers and stuff. Right, all of these. The the Houston Astros batters were being notified in the dugout what pitch was coming, and they were alerting the guy at the plate because they were stealing pitches. Somebody oh, wow. out in the center field area, they had things set up. They got caught cheating, hands down. Yeah, so now they're the most unbelievable. They're right? the most hate, hated team in baseball. But you know what? That's happened for years in baseball. They steal signs. Yeah. That's what you do. You steal signs, right? It's not you're not supposed to, but it happens. It's like guys with uh. Fixing pitches with pine tar and everything else. Cheating has always been in baseball. You just don't get caught, right? Yeah. So, Dude's but, gotta do. Yeah. But anything—that's what they're trying to do—is move that game in a direction that will attract kids like our son. My son—he's ten years old, right—and he—he's not. The NFL has him, right? <laughs> they right. got him. And college basketball—he's not a big NBA fan, but he follows college basketball pretty closely. So they got to get those guys and bring them in and run the world. That's what they're gonna do. All right, I suppose we can get back to some uh, some some gym chat here. Yeah, for here's sure. here's a question I have for you guys. You all, when I follow guys online, and this happens once you start doing this and you get into this, you really start you know doing your research. There's a million guys that have a million different opinions, and some of them contradict each other. Mm-hmm. For example, eating because <laughs> we. We know, you guys know how important nutrition is, right? I mean, you're the ones that told me. I hear some guys say it doesn't matter when you get your protein. Just get it in every day. Or I hear other guys go, 50, if you're 200 pounds, get 50 grams four times a day and try to space it out two or three hours apart. Do you hear that?
2: Yeah, what, yeah. what do
1: you guys do? What have you found that works for you? I think for me to curb maybe
2: some of my, uh, like unhealthy, uh, habits where I'm, you know, looking to eat something that I shouldn't for me. It's yeah. Eating within every like four hours. And then that way my protein is pretty set between 35 and 50 grams each meal.
1: How much protein do you consume every day? Probably
2: about 175 grams. We talked about this a little bit last time that I'm, my goal is to try to figure out how can I stay my leanest, but taking the least amount of protein.
1: That's what everybody wants right. to do, right? So for me, I mean
2: like that's like I'm I'm uh, right between like 150 and 175 to see how that goes for me and you know still feel Can you full build and, muscle with that? I believe so.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm cuz I I've wondered about that. You know what one thing I've also learned? Get eat carbs, right? You, you right. have to eat well, healthy yeah, carbs because I, I know so many guys well, that
2: are when you talk about building muscle or building strength, I mean a lot of that comes more from the carb. The protein helps, I would say rebuild the muscle protect it but for you to kind of have that strength you know you got to get your carbs in as well you mm-hmm. can't follow, in my opinion you can't follow like a carb-less diet i
1: mean if you're going strictly
2: keto great for you but i'm not i'm not on board with the keto yeah. anymore.
1: i found I mean. that that was was detrimental for me because when i i can go back you know we're closing 10 months now mm-hmm. and when i started i was all i'm st- I got to get this out of my head that carbs are going to make you fat. Right. Right, because
2: everybody thinks that. Well, and most people's carb sources are beer or French fries (laughs) or like buns on a burger. Like if you think about a healthy source of carbs, a clean carb, if you will, if you want to call it that, you look at like white rice or brown rice or uh, sweet potatoes, things like that for me, I think are totally fine carb sources. And you should still be eating those. You Absolutely, think about, right. think about your brain health. Think about, you know, avoiding like some kind of mental fog that you'd have throughout the day.
1: Carbs are definitely Do important. Do you consume them with every meal? No. That's, what I, that's, that's the key, right? How many, how much a day? Because like, usually when I get home, if I go in the morning mm-hmm. and I get home and I try to eat as soon as I can, following working out, I'll get some. I'll get a pile of carbs, whether it's rice, or a sweet potato, or or or, or something like that, or a quinoa and, and brown rice mix, yep. something like yep. that. And then usually for dinner, I don't have as many, or sometimes not even. I'll have a vegetable and my protein.
0: What um? How do you follow it, Brett? I uh, I have carbs with every meal. Okay, I'd say
1: you eat pasta though, right? A
0: lot. I uh, yeah, I kind of go in between, but like um. I'll do like 200 grams of rice at least like a day. And that that's like 400, I think it's like 460 calories total. And I'll kind of just split that up in between. I kind of told you what I do. I make like a big Tupperware. We talked about this in the office. It's got a big
2: Tupperware. It's like, how do you know when to stop eating? Because if I have a big (laughs) Tupperware like that, I'm like, well, I'm not stopping until all this is gone. It's like your dad uh, yelling at you going, right. don't leave your plate, you know, anything on your plate. I just
0: kind of like eye it and then just like split it up. Yeah. Because it accounts for like three meals, but I'll put like the whole like bag of rice in there and then whatever meat I choose like for the day. What do you cook that in? What do you mean? Like, is it Uh, a big, I mean, that much food all at once? Oh, it's not like as much as you think. Oh, it's like a Tupperware probably like. Oh, I got you. Less like eight, eight inches. So you say three meals. Yeah, and then I'll have like a protein shake in the morning, and then probably some other protein at night. So it like, kind of takes me throughout the day. What's yeah. you what's you guys take on protein shakes? I. I what
1: do you go, ahead? go ahead, both of you. I, I think
0: um, I think it's good to like get you to
2: your goal, but you should should focus on um getting it through food. Yeah, I think right. it's it's what it's supposed to be. It's a supplement, right? Like it's not meant to, in my opinion, replace meals or be like, oh, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna have lunch today, I'm gonna have this this protein shake instead. I, hate I, that. I, I like I like doing it. So, you know, if I have like if I if I every, every day if I could pick how my day was gonna go, maybe I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna have my protein shake, and that's really gonna fulfill like my first time eating. And then three hours from there I'm gonna have my first full meal. And I think having it after your workout is vital to muscle. Uh, and protein synthesis that's
1: that's what i find usually if especially if i'm like pressed for time mm -hmm. like today is a great example went this morning i got back here 15 minutes before i knew that we were going to sit down and i grabbed a muscle milk out of the fridge right i'm like at least i'm going to get my 30 grams in because i don't want to leave my body sitting here with nothing and then Mm -hmm. i'll eat at lunchtime I'll put together a quality. Yeah, mail. we better
2: not take too long here, George. You're gonna get catabolic. To <laughs> what? Talk.
1: What is catabolic? It's where your
2: your body starts using like your muscle as energy. Does, so is that gotta, a real
1: thing? Because I hear guys
2: talking about that all the time. I think it's more or less like a running joke because you would really have to be in
1: a pretty heavy starvation mode. You'd through, have to be like in a concentration camp,
2: right? To kind of go catabolic, wouldn't you? I mean, I I would agree with that. I haven't researched it a whole lot, but. You know, a lot of people look at it like I feel like I get soft if I don't lift and if I'm not eating right. So you call that catabolic? Probably not. Probably but it's a right. mental thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah, I would say you you have to be at a pretty extreme caloric deficit before you yeah. start really going catabolic.
1: Well, you get far enough into this and you start paying attention to what you look like, then you find your like parts of your body and stuff that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. It's funny that I'm I mentioned the carb thing. When I, when I, if I start to lay off those, I don't get enough of them. You don't look as full, do you? You're True. like, your body doesn't look as full. Mm-hmm. No, you Isn't that thought, weird? Yeah. It's just strange. And that stuff, again, I, I tell guys this all the time, especially that noticed I've lost weight or they're like, you're at, as I'm closing in on this year, a lot of guys are like, what are you doing? Well, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I tell them, I don't know. Right. But yeah. I know enough that you guys you can go talk to you guys and, and start figuring it out because I'm constantly learning it's weird that a year into this and i i equated it to going to kindergarten i'm serious i mean i tell people that's not this is not something that where you just arrive right that arrival thing where you're like oh i worked hard and i'm here right but Mm -hmm. that's not it it's a constant progression Mm -hmm. right and once and people say oh my god i don't know if i want to engage in something like this once you start you well right you have to get past that point it's one of those things where you start to
2: realize how it affects your, your mental, you know. Every oh, my God, yeah. And, and what your attitude is like and how it makes you feel about your body, too. You know, like even if there's times where I'm not at like my leanest or, you know, maybe I am feeling more stressed out. The moment I start lifting again and I get back into having my 45 minutes to an hour 15 a day of exercise, it makes a huge difference mm-hmm. in how I approach every other facet of my life.
1: If yeah. some guy... I'm gonna use an example here because this is the majority of them and I know where they're at. Let's say, and I think we brought this up last time, they've got their first real job. They're in their late 20s, maybe into that early 30s and they forgot about staying fit, right, their fitness. And maybe they've been a decade now, 10 years without really doing anything and they walk in to JP Fitness, what kind of a conversation are you gonna have with them? What would be the first thing you'd ask them?
2: Ask them what, you know, what's what brought them in the door? Like right. what's motivating you to want to get in here? And, you know, what why now? What, right. what happened over the last 10 years that finally, like, let's say, you know, in the last three months, drove you to want to come in here right now?
1: What do you hear from most of them when they when they when they <clears throat> respond?
2: I think it's mostly like they notice they're deconditioned. You know, like I think an easy one is like going up the stairs or like I can feel like You know, I feel softer through my midsection, like I'm putting on a belly. And most of the time what's happening over those 10 years is they're continuing to have beers with their bodies. Yeah, I know. You know, like you're continuing to drink and have fun. And then you start to realize, like, you've gone so long without doing anything to challenge your metabolism that you can use this term that it's slowing down because I'm getting older. But I think it's slowing down because you've done nothing to challenge it. Yeah. You that's, know? that's the truth. It's, it's not so much the age you're at now as how much you've neglected your metabolism up, up until this point. Right. And now you're like, oh shit, here I am. This is not where I want to be. Like right. Not like how I was in high school, or how I was in college, or how I was able to maintain my physique, or my fitness, or how I felt about myself. And then it's like, you know that conversation goes to, okay, well, how can we get you there in a safe way too? Like, I, right. I've, I don't know if I've said it on here before, but in conversations, when I worked at Lifetime before, I would meet with guys, usually right around like that 40. Right. And that generation, that you know, that time was almost like 8, 10 years ago. So, I mean, that generation, they don't want a whole lot of direction. You know, they think they're yep. very they think they're very self-sufficient. They want to do it on their own. It's, well, like, oh, I'm glad I met with you. You've made up some good points. I'm going to take this now, and I'm going to go do my own thing. And it's Right. Like, okay, you can, but what are the odds you're going to? And are, you know, are you going to make sure you do it without injuring yourself? So we would go through a couple different movement patterns to see how their body could move and, and you know, kind of where their body awareness was at. And I remember specifically with like this demographic of a male in their forties, I would do like a split squat. So if you're not familiar with a split squat, you get a staggered stance, right? It's almost just doing like a stationary lunge, if you will, dropping your back knee to the ground and. Multiple times they couldn't bring their knee to the ground or create like the 90 degree angle all the way without either falling over or feeling like they were. I really
1: know exactly fall. what you're talking about. It's, yep. that,
2: it's that feeling of I'm not going to be able to catch myself or bring myself back up. And that's concerning to me. Yeah. I mean, oh, you, know, for like sure. you think about that. Like, if you can't get down to your knee and come back up mm-hmm. without using your hands, yeah, we're, we're in a position now where like we're fighting something.
1: That's That's why. And guys don't understand this because they want to get into the gym and they immediately want to start lifting. And they think that that's going to be the answer for everything. It's great. It is. Once you start doing that. But, like, Brett, you got what's the purple things that you had that I just started? The little oh, discs,
0: yeah, sliding they're like discs. those, like sliding pads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I
1: was doing those again today. It's part of my leg day, right? And people don't understand you, that you would hand a guy those and tell him what to do, and they'd be like, "What are you talking about? It's not going to do me anything." <laughs> yeah. Go, go, try it, right? right. If you, if it's pretty you, hard. Yeah, actually, if, it's kind of hard. If you maintain proper form, again, that's another thing guys struggle with that don't get instruction from a, an individual trainer, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody that will personally take them on one-on-one and spend some time with them. Your form's all messed up, and yeah. one thing I have learned is that if you don't stick with that, you can wind up getting hurt, right? And your, and muscle soreness, joints, all of that, that plays a big part of that if you're not doing it right, yeah. right? And it's like simple things that you wouldn't even notice, like with the dumbbell bench press, bringing your elbows in a little bit and rotating your hands and getting the right movement, right? Because so many guys I see wide open mm-hmm. coming way back down and I'm like dude I yeah. know from experience what you're doing to your shoulders right Stringing now the yeah. Rotators, yeah and you're just going to be you're going Well gonna-
2: that's that's the part of it too with them when they come in it's like hey I've got this um I got this program I used to do in college or what I did in high school I got my routine I just want to come back in and get back into it and it's like how outdated is that Yeah <laughs> you know or even how how well versed oh. was it I mean mm-hmm. did you even really have a good program back then I'm not saying that you know yeah, actually, no, I am saying it. Yeah, I know better than you right now. <laughs> I know right. that like I can put together right. a better program than you. seriously. So let's get off of whatever you did in 94 and let's figure it out now.
1: And, mm-hmm. and also another thing is like they get into too much of a routine where it's the same thing over and over and over. Yep. And like you, Brett, and I just started a different routine yep. this week. And I noticed when I came home last night after we worked arms and stuff, and I was like, This is the same soreness that I felt a year ago, which tells me that I'm working different muscles. Not a bad soreness, but I could tell that I had worked stuff that hadn't been worked in a while. Same muscles, different exercises, right? Right. So you're kind of mixing that up, whole new program. And I'm looking forward, like I did legs today, and I'm looking forward to how this, to watch this progress over the next 12 to 16 weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Forever, how long you want to do that before you wanna mix that up again. yeah, And you're they're, they're afraid that they're gonna lose something if they do that and it's right. like you're not, you're still working those muscles just in a different manner.
0: And in a way too, you're actually doing it like a benefit to yourself because you're providing like that new stimulus on your body because your body's probably, if you stick with a program too long, like it's gonna get stagnant and you're gonna like stop progress. You'll start to detrain yourself. Yeah, and like you need that like new stimulus that's gonna like shock your body. Now your body's gonna be super reactive when you start that new program. So like, honestly, when you do start a new program, it's really beneficial. And then it's, it allows you for like way more room to progress after that.
2: Yeah, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Getting in and doing something right is ideal. Like you should get in and move your body and if it's gonna be your program from 94, like, you know, get after <laughs> it. But the main, I think, uh, objective is how can we do this more efficiently? How can we get you to where you want to be? And how can we help educate you at the same time? And, you know, help you understand what you can do differently and how you can periodize things. And, um, you know, God, I always forget what that, uh, what that term is about detraining your body, but it's one that I always use, especially like being uh, closer to like rural Minnesota. We have some farmers that come in and um, you, you have people that, come in and like, you know, I'm so physical with my job every day. You know, like I'm doing chores or I'm throwing hogs or I'm doing this or that where I'm, I'm doing something every day. Like I'm in pretty good shape. Well, you start to do that, you know, on a consistent schedule, on a routine over time, you actually start to detrain your body. So you're doing something for work. Your body is definitely being active, but you're not doing anything towards your fitness. Right. And now your fitness is actually detraining because you're not giving it a different stimulus than what you were
1: before. You know what the one of the biggest differences I think – in today versus even 10 years ago, and this is catching up with guys, they are every bit as vulnerable to social media and, that, and the look as women who were inundated with that stuff for years. Now it's yeah. caught on with men mm-hmm. and they want to look better right yep. and they not and feeling better obviously is a huge part of this and you know for me it was like uh, in, I got into my late 40s and I had my, my daughter and I'm like you know what I don't I don't want to be I want to be able to keep up with her and enjoy it and have a great quality of life as she continues to grow and age and I don't want to be the guy that my dad was when he was 55 or 60 right mm-hmm. and I and he worked his whole life he was an electrician right but it I want a better quality of life, and I want to be in shape, yeah. and I want to give myself the best chance I can to live a longer life.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, I lost my dad when I was fifteen, and he was only sixty-one when he passed away, and that was one of the things I I remember that is pretty uh, pretty vivid for me during those the, probably those, I don't know, I want to say last three or four months was like, you know, I should get working out. I should yeah. start doing something again. And probably not a lot of people on here knew my dad, but like my dad was very well known for being a strong guy. Sure. If would arm wrestle yeah. anybody, it was funny. <laughs> I actually had a client that was um, on the MSU football team, and he would talk about how him and, like, his um, it was a room advisor that you'd have in the dorms would go out to Jamie's pub in Pemberton, and, yeah. you know, they'd go out there and drink and hang out, and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember your dad. You know, we would play pool and he'd beat me in pool and then he'd ask me to arm wrestle him and he'd beat me in arm wrestling. And so, I mean, he was he was known for being a strong guy, someone that you really didn't want to mess right, with. Right, right. So to know, it, you know, towards the 50s, 60s of his life, and so he's just like, you know, I needed to get back into working out. Right. The fact that he neglected it for so long, I I, I think it, you know, also took a toll on him. And it I don't did. want to be in that position. Right. I mean, that's, I think, uh, really what drove a lot of getting into this field is life longevity, you know? Right. Like for me, I want to be able, like, to go out and play and do these things with my kids and not be in a position where, like, you know, my kids lose me at the age of or 20. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's a big thing that, that that's why this movement is growing so much. And, I, you know, I, you could start to see it about five years ago and it's really started to accelerate and it's just going to continue to. I have to. Brad, I have to ask you, do you, the guys that, being 21 years old, how many of the guys that you went to high school with, are taking care of themselves physically
0: um dude not a whole lot right, right. i'd See? say like i'd say if i was to if i was to go on instagram right now and like look at whatever like guys that i knew from high school i'd say 75 uh probably close to 80 i'd say 80 percent of them looked better in high school they looked like they were more attractive in high school than they are like right now and they're but that applies to like a like. Honestly, I'd say like eighty five percent.
1: It's hard, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're a young guy in your twenties, early twenties, now, man you you could have a head start, and if you maintain that through your life, by oh yeah, they you don't a understand dog. that just keeps going, yeah, right? right? You know, be beast. And f- for guys that are in their forties and fifties, I would t- I would tell them this. I've learned this. I can I can speak from experience. It's going to be a tougher road for you, right? Because that you, we all know that. Starting into your thirties, you start losing muscle mass literally every day.
2: Yep, after thirty-five, and
1: everybody was everything that I researched was like you. You know, was digging. I was digging around. All these guys were like, "Well, you can't bring that back without this or that." Right? Certain. I am talking about certain supplements or testosterone. <laughs> you know, TRT. You trend, hear that trend? Trend. You you <laughs> hear that? But honestly, I mean, I if some of the bodybuilders that I f- follow that do that all have done all that stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Said that. Once you get to a point, if you've, not, if you've not done this your whole life and you're a guy in your 40s and you want to start getting into shape, don't mess with any of that stuff ever. Mm-hmm. They were like, it's not, we did that, they'll say this to compete and we had to do it to stay competitive yeah. in our fields. That's why we did that. If you work hard, use proper nutrition and you get rest, despite what they're telling you, I can speak from experience, you can gain muscle and start to build muscle back. Yeah. It's going to take time and it's going to take work, but you can do it. I think that's the biggest obstacle, right, is
2: time. It work. is. With everything in life. Right. But it's one of those one of those uh, talking points with, you know, if we go back to that scenario, somebody walking in and go, well, I want to get back in shape. I want to feel like I did 10 years ago or however long it was. It's understanding that it's not going to be turned around in three months. Right, know? right. Three months, we can start to see some really, you know, great steps towards the goals that you want to see, but... We can't just you know take the wind out of the sails at three months and be like, oh yeah, I'm already here. I'm mm-hmm. starting to feel things. I'm, and then and then you start to slip back in old habits or start to feel like maybe you can take a day or two off. It's no, this is gonna be a six to twelve to eighteen month process for you to really feel like you're getting back to where you were. I mean, think about the last ten years.
1: Yeah, Drinking right.
2: beer in the garage or watching <laughs> football like that a lot to undo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can't
1: erase two decades uh, yes. you know, it, that quickly of, of bad behavior. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would tell most guys, again, candid conversation, to be realistic, that in about three months is what's going to happen. If you, if you stick with it, you're going to lose a lot of that weird weight that you've gained, like around your, your waist, your backside, and visceral fat, which is just below you know your your chest, your breastbone, yeah, right, like right, that. Right. And That's really the to... dangerous stuff, right? Yep. That's going to start to disappear, and then you'll start to see the body that was once there that's lost mm-hmm. a lot of the muscle, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll start to see the slow progression back. So, give. You, I would tell most guys, you know, around that six to nine month range. I told you this before. I was brushing my teeth one morning at about seven or eight months. I was like, Ah, I'm starting. To, I'm yeah. starting to see things, right? Yeah. I can see a little bit of different, and now approaching one year I started to feel stagnant a little bit about about two weeks ago and then that's when you came in with that new program and I'm like right away I started feeling like I'm getting stronger and building again just because I changed up my routine Mm -hmm. right yeah and I would encourage guys to do this and it's funny and I know that they're thinking about it because of the messages I get when I talk about it if you can cut back on your alcohol intake, huge. <laughs> you will you will be light years ahead of the guy that goes out and drinks on a consistent basis. Well, think I mean
2: about the alcohol intake, but then what ensues with that? You're usually not going to bed on a decent right? time frame. You're not getting quality sleep. No, not recovering. By the time your body gets out of any inflammation state, you're putting it right back into it, and you're not getting good sleep again. So, no. I mean, you're just doing this constant cycle where you're just battling your identity of wanting to be someone who drinks a lot of beer. Right. I I mean, that's how I think about it. I know. We talked about like Atomic Habits. That's like one of my favorite personal personal growth books. Yeah. It's identity-based habits. It's looking at it and going, how do I want to present myself? And how do I want to be perceived by everyone else as well? Right. And that's huge. I mean, if you, like you said, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm looking in the mirror. This is how I want to look. Now right. you've just created yeah. a new identity-based habit. This is how I want to look. This is how I want to present myself to other people. You don't want to be that person that you know, like in a different situation, presenting right. yourself with a different physique.
1: It's, and I and I hear this from guys all the time. Like all of my friends do this, right? So they're following. You're you're, yeah. a, you're a combination of all the people you hang out with. Yeah, that's what you are. Right, mm-hmm. so. And that that some of that stuff can be tough. I'm not t- saying you have to zap friendships, right, no, and stuff. Right. That's not that's not the way it is. And if you want to go out and have a couple of beers and some pizza on Friday and Saturday yeah. night, you can do that, right? right? I mean, I don't want people to say that they, you know, you have to everything cold turkey and just quit. No,
2: but you think that, you got to be conscious of it. You know, yes, you gotta, you gotta absolutely. Pay attention to it and go. Okay, so in this moment, this, this you got to find a moment while you're doing that, and is is this the pivot moment where? I either turn it on and I start drinking more, and if it is, how can I stop that? Right. Know, what can I do differently in my mindset to bring myself to reflect what I want to do tomorrow, who
1: I want to be? Right. Know? I can. I will. I will tell people this, and I talk about it, and I, I get messages from guys that that don't want to bring it up in public necessarily, but I'm 14 months into now with zero alcohol, and the further I get down that road, the less. I would never go back. You know, yeah. it's just at my age. And I understand guys are young and they want to have fun. I was there. I know I, I drank a lot and I abused it when I was in the service and all through my radio career. I did a lot of things that I'm not proud of and I wish I wouldn't have done. But I can tell you this, the further you get away from it, you'll never want to go back, especially yeah. when your body starts to reap the benefits of it. Because all you have to do is look in the mirror and look at your skin, right? Look at your eyes. Look at just look at the bloating in your face and oh, everything yeah. else. And if you can imagine how that improves, let's say 90 days, you'll notice quickly, really. I mean, within a couple of weeks, you'll start to see it. But at about that 90-day to 100-day mark, you really, really start to see it. And I, had a, I listened to a doctor describe it like this. He goes, if that's what it's doing to just your skin, your complexion, and your bloating and all that, imagine what it was doing to your insides. Yeah. So you think of it like that, yeah. right? Because you can't see that.
2: Well, and that's where we talk to, and not to go off topic of that, but like with nutrition and yeah. eating, being being conscious of yep. what you're eating, right. and you can very much, maybe not be a drinker, but someone that just really loves to eat processed foods and oh. be one that, you know, finds that quick fix of going through fast food um, drive throughs and if you're not being or being attentive to that, you can yep. cause that same kind of bloatingness, you can cause that same kind of distress to your gut, and that that's going to... Just throw off a whole lot of other things oh, in, sure. in your system. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, other than your your brain and your spinal cord as a nervous system, I mean, in your gut lining, you have a nervous system down there. You know, right. and so if you're throwing that off, it's just going to completely cause chaos for your
0: hormones. Right. Another thing too is when you were kind of talking about how like the time is like an issue. It's almost like when you're doing those things, like you see like drinking or whatever, like you see yourself every single day, and like you look at yourself all the time. So it's like you don't notice what it's actually doing to you until like, what kind of you said, like when it's 10 years, oh, and you look yeah. back and you've like, you've seen yourself every single day, obviously for like the last 10 years, but then you actually like take a long look
1: and see like how much you've like regressed. Right. You wait. Cause in about, in about two months here, I'm going to post. And I, I said, when I, I told John, when I started this, one year
0: transformation? I'm posting
1: that one year transformation. Awesome. It's, it's insane. And I start, I really saw it. It was this last December. We had the family together for family photographs. They talked about this. I was like, "When you see that, and then this is fully clothed, and all just hang." And but when you when you see yourself, and then the rest of everybody else that just kept going down the same road, and you're like, "Holy!" Jesus right yeah, there's I was so like, much
0: motivation too oh
1: my god yeah but you don't because it, it it happens so gradually and I don't post a lot of selfies or any of that stuff <laughs> so for me when I see when I see something like that brought up it was Jess who showed it to me she gave me a side-by-side and she goes look at this this is last yeah, year yeah. at Christmas here you are this year and you've only been working out at that time for what seven or eight months and so now I'm super excited and I'm like I can't wait to see what I can do in 2023. Mm-hmm, right? Right. So then that's where I'm I'm thinking I can cuz I'm at a point where I lost a lot of the the body fat and I, I really didn't have a lot of uh uh think like my body composition was just all in chaos, right? And you start to see that develop back, and then it's like you can watch it grow, right? And just get better. Again, I'm not we're not looking to be Mr. Olympia, but I think a lot of men, and I mentioned this earlier, I think a lot of men are gonna come into your gym because and I talked about this. When when you're serious and you really wanna do it, you're gonna need instruction and you're gonna need to surround yourself with people that will help you. Right.
2: And a lot of, you know, our options are geared like in terms of membership options, are geared towards getting you in with a trainer, getting some time to sit down and You know, if you look at it, if you had built into a membership that you could sit down with a doctor, you know, once a month, are you going to turn that down? Right. You know, like, no, you're going to sit down and you're going to run some things by him and, you know, things that you're working on. So you got to take that into, you know, kind of the same view and joining a gym. And if you get that opportunity to work with someone who's a professional in the field that researches it, understands it, knows where you're at and how you can get to where you want to be without, you know, maybe not making super life, uh, drastic life changes. Yeah, why would you not take advantage of that?
1: And not yeah. only that, but you ever notice how I tell people this all the time? Your your body is the vehicle that's going to carry you around for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? So, how much do you are are you willing to invest in a car payment? Are you telling me that your body's not worth even a piece of that? That's exactly. insane. That's right. I mean, that, that's just nuts. You know. And speaking of nutrition, as we begin to wrap up here, segue, perfect segue. You have meals back in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we brought some meals back.
2: Um, and what's nice about it, too, is it's a, a variety, right? You right. Know, we're, we're looking at instead of just like chicken, rice, chicken and rice broccoli, broccoli and different veggies with that, we, we, we have more of a chef approach. And I'm excited to see where these go. And uh, Yeah. Um, you know, right now, stocked up, we have protein pancakes. Uh, I believe the breakdown on that is about 30 grams of protein, 19 grams of carbs, and it's about 240 calories total. And then we have a chicken caprese with rotini noodles, and that one's a bit heavier meal, but it's about 50 grams of protein. Um, I think it's about 60 grams of carbs, Uh, but also, you know, like clean. That's good carbs, though. Yeah, exactly. Good, clean um, food. And then the next one is like a pepperoni pizza. And that one's about thirty grams of protein, and that one's only twelve grams of carbs because it's a cauliflower crust. Right. So I mean, they're all obviously really great options. I've already had two of them. So when I <laughs> get is done awesome. here, it's like going to be those protein pancakes and actually t- uh, turkey bacon.
1: And by the way, that's all prepared fresh because we yeah. well we we know the guy that's that's doing it. it's nice, right? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's all freshly prepared meals. So I mean, they do have obviously like an expiration date on them. It's not like. They're good for a year, like <laughs> right? Some right. Other package. Right. Well, you don't it's want like, that. Hey, right. this meal, you you know, get them while they're hot, and right? When they, we'll just kind of. Our goal is to keep reloading them and bring in, like I said, different uh, different takes on different meals that are going to be a healthier version that can be cleaner for you.
1: And it's super affordable. You have ten ninety nine. Is that for yeah. all of them? Yep. Right. So think about that. I mean, obviously, you can't go out and eat for that. No, you can't there's go out no eat way. for that.
2: No, you can't get chipotle for that? No. For the no. serving size. I mean, you can get chipotle for what is it, like $8.99 the chicken, but you're getting half the amount of chicken that you get in the chicken caprese mm, meal.
1: Right. And all the macros are listed right on the, yep. on the yep. lid, right? So you know what you're getting.
2: And it's Calories,
0: like good macros. food. Too. Yeah. Like you can go out to eat and you can spend the same amount of money, but it's going to be like all yeah. like carbs, fat, low protein. Right. Well, it, the it,
2: sticker on them right now, you know, like we're looking at maybe uh, they're driving like a, a different logo for it. But it's ten twenty. So somebody asks, Oh, these come out of the ten twenty. I'm like, they do. They come out of the ten twenty tavern, but it's not um it's not anything you see on their, their menu. No. Right. You know no. This, is, this is something they're they're designing specifically right. for fit meals.
1: If you look at you can look on the label and see the macros like yep. you like mm-hmm. you're talking about. It's like that's exactly what you would be looking for. Mm-hmm. So the convenience for that is, uh, just as I was walking out, I was gonna grab one because it's if you're if you're going back to work, right, or if you worked out in the or if you worked out in the morning and you were headed to work and you wanted to grab those pancakes or something, yeah, that's a quality meal, yeah. real food that you could just get on the go at a super affordable price. yeah
2: good after. I can't tell you how many lunch clients we have that are teeing up their Chipotle order before they leave. But I'm <laughs> right. Like,
1: here you go. This right here. Right. Really right. healthy option. Seriously. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a great option. It's good to see that. And I, since I've learned this, if you can get your nutrition from real whole foods, that's your best option. Yeah. Right. You'll oh, learn yeah. that from guys all the time. And by the way, the BCAA thing, the branch chain amino acids, again, I'm, this is all from experience. I ran out about a week ago. And I tried to uh, like this morning. I went in. I just poured a big Gatorade. Yeah. No, it's not the same. same. So I'm at a point now where I can literally tell the difference, and I'm like, damn. So now I got to grab some more again. By the way, the is the Rocket Pop or Pop Rocket? Oh yeah, that flavor. Whatever it was, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was good. Yeah, there's a sour apple. I haven't tried that one yet, but but there there is a difference, right? Once you get into that, there is a difference. It's not again, it's not going to make you the Incredible Hulk, right? But right. it's there's a difference while you're working out mm-hmm. in with the recovery, yep, yeah, and stuff like that. So if you're drinking, right. you know, you you pour you get yourself a thirty-two ounce bottle, a shaker, and you keep that going along with water because you have water, obviously. I'm over at the water fountain a lot as well, but <laughs> if you keep that going, there's a difference. It's
2: Notice a healthy alter- alternative to pop. Like pop's not doing anything for you. you no, God, it. no. If Jeez. you're going to, you know, it'll taste good too. Yeah, exactly. Right. Really good. Right. So if you're going to grab this, like, yeah, you're not only helping your body recover, but then you're avoiding taking in some either fake sugars or regular sugar but or anything.
1: The reason I ran out is in the evenings, if I want something to drink besides I'll fill my shaker up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll pack it with ice. And I'll suck on that. I mean, yeah. you, you you think that you, it's like it's, it's You're blowing it your You're tricking your mind. Yeah. right. And you're actually, you're getting quality, again, Branch chain amino acids, which are essential to mu- muscle building.
2: Mm-hmm. If you want some cool lingo, it's actually, we call them
1: because. You do not. Yeah, yeah, they're
2: called because. Oh, dude, <laughs> I can't. That's what it is. I
1: can't end this episode <laughs> without this one thing as we wrap up, right? Oh, God, again, okay, okay, I have to get my glasses on because I got to read this. And Jess and I were having this discussion. When we were setting this up, because you know we're all busy and it was like different things going on. I have a I have a a thread here with all of us in it. Uh, to say. Where oh, it, I don't know. Here it is. <laughs> okay, we we got back. We were setting up a time. We're, we're back and forth, all of us. Oh no! Do you remember this? No. You know where I'm going? I have no idea. And then I we settled on uh, <laughs> you know nine. Okay, we we settled. Wound up settling at a time. By the way, this got changed again, but we set nine forty-five one morning and i was like okay that's cool and then brett okay bet and then brett comes back again and then john's like that works for me and then brett comes back with let's d out now <laughs> Here, that was um that was, that was me. I was said, that a typo? I <laughs> said, let's do it. I said, yeah, that's I what I said. It.
2: I was <laughs> like, let's do it. But I accidentally, I, I was <laughs> typing so fast, I put let's D out. And then I was like, oh, no. So and then Brett, <laughs> Brett took it and yeah, ran with it. And then it. he ran <laughs> And then I was like
1: that. And I saw that and, and and Jess automatically knowing it was going to be just us, the guys. Yeah. She goes, I bet I know what that stands for. And I was like, no, it doesn't. It does not stand for that. So every time we rescheduled,
2: Brett just kept saying, all right, let's DL. Let's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course. Of I was
1: course like, he like meant that. let's do it. And she goes, no, he didn't. That's and I'm like, what, really? Do you think he's going to say that? And she's like, yep,
0: I bet I'm right. Oh, Oh, dude, that's, do no, that totally you know, totally if, from the just it, a joke is because john hey,
1: said it well no but you <laughs> yeah. sent it right right exactly yeah, you yeah, sent yeah. it and then he liked it and she goes that's why john liked it because you emphasized it or something that's right if, if you look at the thread yeah i was uh
2: it was yeah he, yeah he said let's do super bowl and brett said yes and i go let's d out and then i was like do it with stars and yeah. i said d out would be weird <laughs> 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 and then um then we rescheduled again, and then Brett goes, let's D out at
1: ten yeah. 10.15. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jess is like, I know what that stands for. A bunch of oh, guys yeah. hanging around with their D out. And I'm uh, like, no. <laughs> no, no now no. everyone wow.
2: has that. Now they have that picture there that yeah. we're just literally sitting yeah. here, no pants on, <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about the NFL. <laughs> yeah. and we got to wrap this up. Wrap this
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was started laughing. I'm like, nope. She goes, you have to find out what he actually meant. I'm like, I know what he meant. I know total typo. Totally. So yeah. there it is, oh. just yep. a typo. So it's clearly, air. We, yeah, <laughs> we we have okay. So we got to come back, right? So we're gonna we're gonna keep this rolling, and we'll D out. <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious note, if you want to start your fitness journey, don't wait. It's only February, right? Mm-hmm. And you can start at any time. I didn't start until I think it, it was the last week of April, first week of May, last year. It was right in there. So you don't have to. I hate it when people put January 1st on a calendar and be like, well, I've not got to wait till next year. Or like a but, Monday.
2: Dude. Yeah. Start on a Friday.
1: Yeah, literally. Change it up. Any
2: time Start you can get day. started.
1: And two it starts day. with a conversation. Because you're an individual, and I'm telling you, you can watch YouTube videos until you fall asleep, and it's, it's,
0: not it's just not
1: going to be the same. Oh. It will not be, because you are different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. So having said that, JP Fitness, we've got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. It starts all there, and it's going to start with a conversation. All right, we'll be back to it at some other time. <laughs> Go Vikings. Peace.